Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. I'm back in the What Would You Do series because it's so popular and people seem to really like it. So I'm back. And you know, with all these What Would You Do series, they're real people. Um, I changed their names, but these are real people living real lives. Real, real, real people. Let me tell you about Ellen. She is a 69-year-old woman who is a survivor, a go-getter, an optimist, and one of those people who just has the capacity to bounce back from adversity with a smile. She's living on a very tight budget. She's had a lot of jobs. Some of them paid well and others didn't. She raised her kids on her own after a very, very, very painful divorce when they were toddlers. She put herself through college as an adult. I believe she was in her 30s when she uh, decided to get a bachelor's degree. You know, a few other blows happened in Ellen's life. She developed a chronicle a chronicle, you know what I mean, a chronic medical condition when she was in her 40s. The money she had saved for her retirement had to be used because her health insurance was inadequate, as is often the case. And she also didn't have a disability policy. She didn't have a long-term care policy. But fortunately, by the grace of God, she was able to keep her home, keep her car, and uh, still managed to eat and, you know, live. When she got the next job, she had to take time off again because she was sick again. But that was okay because she was able to keep that job. And even though it didn't pay well and it didn't offer any benefits, she was determined to get back on her feet, and she did. She was able to use her very limited network to get a better job as an administrative specialist with a small company right in her neighborhood. Her commute was short. The people were friendly. She was happy. She liked what she was doing. She liked the environment. She, she did like everything. And I don't want you feeling sorry for her because she had so many ups and downs because through everything, she made, maintained optimism and she always had joy. She's part of a large, loving family. Her relationship with her kids are great. And that's not to say that they haven't had tough times. She's weathered a lot of storms and come through still feeling good about herself. So as you listen to this, don't don't feel sorry for her. You know, when she turned 65, she was able to get her Social Security and her Medicare. And unfortunately, the, the company she was working for that she liked so much got sold and she got cut. Even with the Social Security, she still needed the money from the job to get out of debt and build some savings. She's a worker. She's a hard worker, a very hard worker. So she registered to be a substitute teacher and started getting a lot of assignments. It wasn't tons of money, but it allowed her to travel on occasion, spend money on her grandkids, and have some fun. But here we go again. Ellen had to have a medical procedure, and her insurance didn't cover all of it. Her portion was several thousand dollars, which she didn't have. 
She entered a payment arrangement and was back to the point of severely pinching pennies. And the birthdays kept rolling on, so you know she was getting older and older. But oddly enough, she was still really happy because she had a flexible schedule on the substitute teaching. She found really rewarding volunteer opportunities at a shelter and at her grandkids' school. And she had had enough money to meet her basic needs. Uh, She spent a lot of time taking her grandkids to parks, to free concerts, and other fun things. Even though she was pinching pennies and, you know, sometimes she did have to negotiate on her bills, she felt like life was good. She saw herself from a very positive self-image. In spite of the health challenges, she saw herself as a very, very healthy woman. She did everything she could to stay fit and stay in shape. She knew she'd never have her house paid off, but she was grateful to have a house, to have a home. And here's where her dilemma came in. The school where she was subbing asked her to become a permanent sub, and that meant taking over one classroom indefinitely. That meant going to work every day. It was a lot more money than she'd been making as a sub, and it offered steady income for an indefinite period of time. So some of you are listening and saying, well, this is a no-brainer. Take the permanent sub assignment. Here are the things that Ellen had to weigh. She did not have much money, but she did have a rewarding life. She had debt, but she was never delinquent on her bills. She had a freedom that she'd never experienced before. She liked having days off during the week. She liked being able to ride her bike and go for walks on days when she wasn't subbing. She loved volunteering at her grandkids' school. She loved being able to sing in the church's choir and make all of the rehearsals. She kept weighing options of having more money and the ability to get out of debt and build her savings. And she was really torn. By this time, she was almost 70, and she felt like this was finally her time to do at least some of the things she wanted. But she knew that she was pinching pennies to survive. As I said, she was in excellent health, and there was no reason she couldn't take on the permanent sub role. But she wanted to use her time and her energy. She wanted to use what she had left of her life to do things besides work. She had started working when she was 15 years old, And she wanted to have a period of life where work was limited to make more space for the things that mattered, to make more space for fun. Some of her friends advised her to take the permanent sub position for just for a couple of years so she could pay off the medical bills, save some money, and afford to take bigger, more lavish trips. And others told her, stay on your payment plan and enjoy your life. And others said, file bankruptcy and get rid of all your debts. And others said, just just pray, Ellen. Just pray and wait for a sign from the Lord. Can you imagine this dilemma? These are really hard choices to face, especially at almost 70 years old. What would you do? What would you do? Why would you do that? What would guide your decisions? I want you to share this episode with your friends and talk about what you think you'd do in this situation. 
you'll learn a lot about yourself, a lot about your friends, a lot about what you value, and a lot about what they value. But remember, don't feel sorry for Ellen because she's not feeling sorry for herself. She feels like she is living her best life and that it's overflowing with joy. The question is, what would you do? Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.